Welcome back, wine moms, to another episode of Mommy Wines Podcast. Thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emma Don production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Do you love supporting the show? Shop all the MWP branded merchandise on themommywines.com or click the support link in the show notes below. This week's show is brought to you by our sponsors, Anchor, my podcast platform, and in my entirely biased opinion, the best way to record, edit, and upload your podcast all in one place. One Hope. One Hope wines are thoughtfully created by the most acclaimed winemakers rooted with purpose right in the heart of Napa Valley, California. One Hope puts your wine to work by donating over $5 million and counting to causes all around the world. Shop One Hope today and feel good with each sip at onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Zaya Active. Need premium quality active and loungewear, but hate the price tag on top designer and retail brands? Shop myzaya.com backslash emmadon for men's, women's, and youth styles today. New Zaya Active items are released every Wednesday along with new episodes of the Mommy Wines podcast, so make sure you're following along on IG for new items showcased every week in my stories. The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker is mine and Milo's online, eco-friendly, naturally focused dog supply shop with everything you need from fetching accessories to daily doggy essentials. Shop thefetchingbarker.com and use code ZEPPELIN15 to save a checkout. EDJ Consulting Group. If you didn't know, podcasting isn't my full-time gig just yet. By day, I am a business financial consultant specializing in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping, tax prep, and payroll. This is what has allowed me to not have to choose between my son or a job. If you're interested in learning how you can become a home bookkeeper, check out my Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. You can find more info at edjconsultinggroup.com. Now let's get into the episode. I'm a little bit late. I had to get off the phone with a friend of mine. And when we get on the phone, it's like, (laughs) it's like a whole thing. We just talk and talk and talk. And then it's like, oh, it's three hours later. Maybe we should go like tend to our family. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling that's, it's great to have a friend like that. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't, some days I like, don't even know what I would do without her. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yes, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So everyone is listening. I am talking with Katie's Travel Tricks on Instagram um, about all things fun family travel and like travel hacking. So yep. I used to be a travel writer uh, before oh. I had my son. I was bouncing around everywhere a friend of mine from like middle school used to call me her tumbleweed um (laughs) because I was just like 
every time I would talk to any of my friends back home, I would be like in a new place. And they're like, do you like live anywhere? Or are you just always <laughs> on the go? And I was always on the go. Um, but since having my son Milo, I've kind of stayed relatively stationary. We moved from Nevada to Utah, back to Nevada. Um, so it's been a little bit of a mess. But yeah. He is four years old now, and coronavirus and the pandemic has inspired us to do more traveling and to do more trips. Um, so I'm super excited to have you on the show to share how you travel with your family. Yeah, yeah, that, I I love to talk about it. So, <laughs> well, this is the perfect place to do. Yeah. That. <laughs> We have two, so we have, my husband and I have two kids. We have two eight-year-olds, but then everybody always is like, oh, twins. And they're not twins because my son was adopted. So they are both, they're three months apart. Um, oh, fun. So we, um, and we have been traveling with, oh, I mean, we took my daughter on her first airplane ride when she was two months old. And so she has been, um, all over the world. I was just, when she just turned eight and I was looking and I was like looking at where she's been and she's been to 11 countries and a couple, a number of countries, like she's been to the Philippines three times, which is a little bit ridiculous when we look at her little life and we're like, how did, how did you go to all these places? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although she will tell you, that she that I asked her on her birthday what's your favorite place of everywhere we've been she's like Illinois where we live (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) but it is you know we honestly we travel because my husband and I love it and our kids like certain aspects of it but um we uh we both have a lot of fun with it and we are really able to do it because of I mean people call it all different things but like travel hacking or like traveling with miles and points Um, because we don't have like, some people think that you have to have a ton of money to travel. And that's just what we have found. It's just not true. My husband is a nurse. And so he has a good, um, you know, he has a good steady job, but it's not like we're making gobs of money. Um, but because of sort of being strategic and about the way that we spend our money and kind of figuring out these different rewards programs, we're able to basically travel um to almost anywhere we want which is crazy for us because on an otherwise there's no way we would be able to do that because um it's you know otherwise we'd be on a budget (laughs) right so I do know a couple things I wish I would have gotten a credit card sooner but I always had my grandpa in the back of my head And I kind of am thankful for this because in my early 20s, I was probably not the most responsible with money. Yeah. Um, But my grandpa was very old school and he would be like, you know what? If you can't pay for it in cash, you just can't afford it. But as I've, you know, gotten older and I work in the finance industry, so I'm a little bit more educated on things now. But back in the day, I used to do... um, sky scanner and you can actually type in and tell me if you already know this but how I would do it is I would type in an airport near to me 
Yeah. And like, I'm from Cleveland originally. So I'd be like, oh, Cleveland airport. And then I would check the little box underneath it that says include nearby airports. Yeah. And then I would click like just nothing in the destination place and put everywhere. Yeah. And then have everything sorted out by price. So you might end up going somewhere on like an off season where it's not like the best time of the year to go, but you can go there for like a fourth of the price. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that that tool on Skyscanner, I think is really fun. It's actually how we ended up going to Spain last year at the beginning of this year, because we were like, let's put Skyscanner to everywhere. And we're like, oh, we can go to Barcelona for $134. So let's do that. Oh <laughs> so. my God. So I love the cold weather. Like I bet people would like to go to places like that probably in like the spring or the summer. But like I hate the heat. Yeah. So like if I could go to Europe in like the fall or even the winter, like I don't know if it even snows in France, but if it snows in France, like France and like covered in snow, like to me that would be beautiful. But for somebody who wants to walk around and like you know, wear, wear shorts and be, like, totally comfortable to them outside, like, I yeah. would be way more comfortable in the winter. Yeah, well, plus you <laughs> have the, theater, like, you have smaller crowds, which is great. We love going places, like, off-season because of that. I don't, you know, I don't want to go to a big place that's all crowded. The holidays are fast approaching, and you know what that means? That's right, it's gifting season. Luckily, Zaya Active has everything you're looking for when it comes to premium, affordable, active, and loungewear for the whole family. Head over to myzaya.com backslash emmadon to start checking off your Christmas list from the comforts of home. With the extremely popular women's leggings to the stunning men's collection and ever-growing youth styles, you're bound to find something for everyone. Once again, that's myzaya.com backslash emmadon. No. See, and that's another thing is like, I was always a little bit nervous about traveling with my son because I took a lot of risks when I was younger. I was told that I was never going to have kids. So then I was like, well, that kind of blows my whole life plan out of the water. Yeah. Um. So I was like, well, what do I want to do now? And that's kind of how I started bouncing around because I'm like, well, I wanted to be a mom, but that's not going to happen for me. So what do I do now? I guess I can go to Vegas or I guess I can go to California or, you know, like yeah. all of these things that I probably wouldn't have done, um, you know, if that if that doctor didn't diagnose me. And, and luckily I had my son, but I took a lot of risks when I traveled when I was younger and I was always alone. Um and I tried to avoid crowds, but like that was kind of something that gave me a little bit of anxiety. And tell me if this is something that you've thought about too, is like just the crowdedness with traveling with a kid. Like I didn't mind it when I was single, but me and Milo have traveled a little bit in the past. Um, and it's like, oh, he's crying in an airport or it's really crowded and he's a toddler now. So he never sits still and he never stays yeah. by me. And, you know, what if he gets lost or just like, I don't know. Now I want to travel more um, because I really want him to be able to experience those things. But how do you get over like the parent mindset of like, oh, my God, 
my kid is crazy. My kid is throwing a tantrum. My kid is like going to get lost. Like, yeah. All of those- have you even struggled with that or are you just like oh yeah no I mean I will say my two two different things that I that have kind of been our mantras when we travel one of them from the time that my daughter was born because I had a really rough pregnancy where I was throwing up for nine months I had a rough labor I had a rough infant like I had you know it was not we don't travel with our kids because we're like our kids are so flexible and they they're it's so easy for them like it's not my daughter is autistic my son you know he has some special needs and so like it's not like we're not like oh it's so easy but we our theory has always been we're going to be tired no matter where we wake up. So sometimes we like to wake up in a really beautiful place. <laughs> so, okay. That- <laughs> See, I get that because every time I look at like, um, like travel parent Instagram pages and stuff, their kids just like, and I know Instagram is a highlight reel. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my kid is a tiny little terrorist. He would never do that. Or like, Oh, you know, just sitting here at the airport on a seven hour layover, like all smiles. And it's like, no, my kid would like color on walls and scream and cry and throw a fit or. Yeah, no, totally. Something crazy would happen. And I'm like, oh, I could never do that. Like, look how picture perfect this family is while they're on, you know, vacation with a layover or they're sitting on a train. And like, yeah, like Instagram is a highlight reel, but I'm so glad you said that because I have been kind of afraid to take bigger trips just because I'm like, oh, traveling looks so easy for other people. Like, I just think it would be hard for me. Yeah. And it might, but like, especially since you're an experienced traveler, it sounds like, like you already... I think it's really hard if people didn't travel before they had kids. It can be especially Mm -hmm. hard to start traveling when you have kids. Not that I don't think people should consider it. I think people should like start small and build up from there. But it's easier when it's something that you've already done before kids because, you know, you already have some idea about how you're going to go about it. And so and then you kind of can think about your kids and like, like, I do a lot of strategizing. I mean, when it just like every age is different, right? So like when I thought for me, the hardest time was like nine to 18 months when my daughter was little, because my daughter started walking when she was nine months old. So it was was rough. (laughs) Um, coming out, running, ready to go. Um, so we would literally, I mean, we'd be on the airplane and we would just walk as soon as the seatbelt sign was off we would be walking up and down the aisles like up and down the aisle. like we, we would bring like pull, like literally we'd bring pull toys and like she would just like walk up to the front of the plane and walk to the back of the plane because she couldn't sit still so <laughs> we just found ways to make it work because it was what you know and and then you pick your destination based on what's going to work for your kids so like we like to take our kids to museums but we go to museums for like we go to museums that are free if at all possible, because I don't like to spend $20 on a museum that we might not last at. And I'll, right. we'll just go to see something really specific and we might only be there for 30 minutes and that's fine. And then we just like move on and we go to lots of parks. We were, you know, and we just find the ways we, our family loves the beach. We love water. 
So we go to lots of beaches because that's like a happy place for our family. Our kids are more pleasant at the beach than they are in other places. <laughs> I love and that. More so, pleasant. <laughs> so we kind of, you know, that's how we, that's what we prioritize. And that's why, so I think it helps, you know, people kind of have to plan like what, what they want when they're, you know, how they want to travel, like what they want to do and, and like be realistic about what works for the age of their kid and the interests that you have and that you share together. But I, I absolutely love to encourage people just to give it a try because, and I was thinking when you were saying about, you know, you're worried about like the tantrums in the airport or like, you know, they're going crazy or whatever. A lot of people worry about that on the plane specifically because you're in this like enclosed environment and you can't get out. And I always, someone told me when my daughter was little, like you just have to remember that you're never going to see any of these people ever again. So if your child screams the whole plane ride, which I think my daughter did a couple times, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to see these people again. And I'm doing my best. And yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody that my daughter is screaming, but maybe she has an ear infection. I didn't, you know, like it could be anything it could, we, you know, and, um, then you just move yeah. on and those people, they, you don't, you don't have to see them again. <laughs> I just have like the worst social anxiety, which is kind of like why I love doing these podcasts, because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't talk to other human beings, <laughs> but like the idea of my kid, like just even talking about it, I can feel my face and it, I'm beat red. Like <laughs> the idea of having an entire airport of people like walking by and looking at me just gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. Um, but my son has been, and tell me some of your favorite places that could accommodate this because my son has been begging me and keep in mind, he's four. He wants to go to a beach and have a lizard vacation. <laughs> so I'm like first of all we live in the desert so where he's getting like we live in the high desert of northern Nevada so where he's getting this beach idea must be from like Morphle or like the dinosaur show on Netflix or yeah something, something. <laughs> but he's like mommy I want to go to a beach and I want to see lizards on a vacation. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> vacation is a very big word for you. Congratulations. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, we literally live in Nevada. So regardless of where we go, it's going to be a haul to get there. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, Okay, since you're a beach family, tell me some of your favorite destination beaches that have lizards. That have lizards? <laughs> <laughs> that might be harder for me in that I um I don't think I can't think of beaches we've been to where there are lizards at the beach. I've been um, thinking like Florida yeah I mean I was just thinking Florida my in-laws live in Florida and there's definitely lizards I mean we were in this it's not I don't think they have a great beach there but probably near there somewhere we were in Jacksonville visiting one of some of my husband's friends and my daughter was t catching a ton of lizards just at the park because <laughs> she loves lizards so she loves to catch them um so I would assume there's probably lizards 
in other parts of Florida as well. Yeah, we could go to Florida, maybe. (laughs) We could go to, like, I don't know if, like, Mexico has lizards. I would assume. There probably, yeah, I would assume (laughs) there would be. I mean, there were. But it's not going to be, like, the dinosaur cartoon where they're just, like, everywhere on a beach right (laughs) and it's not like you're not going to like komodo island in indonesia where there's like komodo dragon lizards if he's hoping for like giant lizards um Um, i mean you could go there because i'm not thrilled about lizards (laughs) (laughs) i'm just trying to be a good mom and give my kid what he wants and apparently that's a beach vacation with lizards lizards (laughs) (laughs) i'm like Are you a pet owner like us? Or maybe you're soon to be adding a four-legged friend to your family this holiday season. Milo insisted on getting a dog, and once I saw Zeppelin, a chocolate golden doodle at an animal shelter, I knew she was the one for us. They instantly became best friends, and that's what inspired me to launch our canine supply shop, The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker has everything you need from puppy essentials to all your I-have-to-have-this items that you can't just not add to your cart. We have a strong focus on eco-friendly and natural products, along with a wide range of trusted hemp and CBD treats, toys, salves, oils, and so much more. Visit thefetchingbarker.com today, and remember that a portion of all proceeds go to support global conservation efforts to protect the planet our pets love. That's thefetchingbarker.com. And feel free to go ahead and follow on Instagram at fetchingbarker. Maybe because I was like, okay, well, if we go to Florida, they have a lot of really cute Airbnbs. Do you guys do Airbnbs? Yeah, we do. We do. Our house is actually an Airbnb as well. That's one of the ways that we, when we go on longer trips, we rent our house out on Airbnb, but then we stay in Airbnbs as well sometimes when we travel. Oh my gosh. Is that a hack? Tell me more about that because I've been dying to build a tiny house and Airbnb it. Yeah. I mean, it's been for us, it is what enabled us last year, like kind of last school year, we decided to take kind of like a family gap year and, and take, we were going to take a year and travel. It was a little bit shorter because of the pandemic, but, um, and we were trying to figure out like how we could fund it basically or how we could you know keep going besides I had all I had all these miles and points saved up but then we still you know own our house and so it it was really great for us we live in a suburb of Chicago so it's not like we live in this super desirable place to visit but it worked out really well as far as we had one of my friends did a lot of the management for us and we you know it was a fair bit of work to get it ready because it's our primary residence, you know, so we had to like, we put locks on some closets, we kind of mm. decluttered, like, actually, it was great, like the extreme decluttering we went through, because then afterwards, we were like, wow, our house looks great. Like, we want to stay in our <laughs> house now. <laughs> our house is so clean. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, so we really, I mean, it was actually something we had never considered until I read about it on a blog that I was reading. And this guy was talking about how he, he did it in his own house and we were like oh maybe we could do that and then we realized that someone just down the street from us was doing it so we like had her come over and tell us everything that she knew and 
I mean, I think it just different people have different levels of comfort with it. We've realized like a lot of our friends and family are like, well, we wouldn't like, we wouldn't want people to stay in our house, but we don't, we don't like have anything of value in our house. You know, like our, like our, we're like thrift store people. So like none of our furniture is like, if any of our furniture got ruined, it would be okay. Like there's nothing. That's kind of how we are. Like I have a couple, um, like uh, bedside tables that a friend of mine made an old guest on the show, actually, um, she makes furniture out of like old wine boxes. Oh, cool. Um, so she made me some end tables and I was like looking around and I'm like, because I'm so used to being on the go, I haven't really had the chance to like collect all of the junk that people who are 31 normally collect. Um, yeah. Like I don't have like a basement full of antiques or like stuff that my family's, you know, given me that they'd, in all reality don't want anymore but they think it's nice yeah um you know like I just don't have a lot of junk so Airbnb being I'm like down to do that because when me and my son are looking to buy a house um hopefully outside of Nashville okay and I think people would really enjoy to be like yeah in the country but 30 minutes from Nashville yeah totally I mean and we found with our house because even people and our friends and family here were skeptical. Like, are you sure you're going to be able to, you know, get people to rent it? But this year, of course, would be different as far as the pandemic market. But like, we just had so many people who were coming like for their grandma's birthday and they like didn't want to stay in a hotel because they had a family or they were coming for a Aww. wedding or they were coming, you know, so we, they're even in a place that has no real tourist draw. I mean, we have the city of right. Chicago 30 miles away, but it's kind of same like Nashville. Like there's still people who live in that area and still people who want to visit that area. And sometimes they don't want to stay in a hotel. And so. See, I would, especially in like the suburban areas outside, like there's cool hotels that are in like a downtown kind of area. But yeah. I know like if I were to take a trip, with my son, we would probably Airbnb because I'm obsessed with Airbnbs. I used to work in a hotel, so I'm kind of over yeah. <laughs> hotels. But then even like, unless you want to stay downtown, the hotels that are going to be in like the outer areas are going to be like a Motel 6 or like just like kind of a yeah. basic roof over your head kind of place. It's not going to have any character. It's not going to be that interesting. And of course, then there's also like the world of Instagram to think about. Like, are you going to be able to get a cute po- photo <laughs> at like a, a, a Ruby Inn? Like, probably not. Um, but I do know from working in a hotel that a lot of hotel chains do have really good rewards programs and like point programs, like yes. choice rewards or things like that. Do, would you guys rather get the points? Um, or do you belong to a hotel reward or do you like Airbnb better? So we definitely do a combo. We are in a lot of hotel rewards programs, <laughs> um, but we, so we hardly ever pay because of the, you know, like the travel hacking, we're hardly ever paying cash for stays. So it just really depends when we're going on a trip, what we kind of just think about 
for that trip what we want to use. So we do stay in hotels. Um, There's a couple, you know, we have like a couple maybe preferred programs that we use the most, but because neither of us, we're not earning hardly any points by staying in the hotels. We're usually staying in the hotels because we're redeeming points. Um, And so it's not, that doesn't calculate into our equation when we're I do know like there's a lot of credit cards that partner up with like hotel programs totally and that's like really what we do yeah and then you had mentioned about your grandfather giving you that advice and I I actually feel like the that advice about don't buy anything with a credit card that you can't pay for with cash is absolutely it's absolutely true and I but it's but I just say like you can also get there's so much reward you can get out of credit card but absolutely pay your bill every month like (laughs) you know don't Don't go out and buy five hundred dollars worth of shoes if you know you can't afford to buy five hundred dollars worth of shoes we use our credit card (laughs) like cash in the way that we're you know we pay them off every single month we um we just like to there are tons of i mean that's that's like the the gist of the game that like we kind of I kind of think of it like a game that you're playing with because there are so many credit card offers for for basically I mean almost every bank has their own kind of points and then you have almost every pretty much every hotel chain every airline has their credit card that gives you points where it's usually some sort of deal like sign up for this credit card spend a certain amount of money usually it's between one and three thousand dollars in three months and then you get a certain amount of bonus points that's like the general the general scheme and so our what we've what we kind of do is we just take that to the we personally take it to the extreme of we are (laughs) always cycling through like okay what's another card that we can get in order to get more bonus points. Um, and that is what kind of allows us to. Oh, and you're married. So you can kind of tag team the point situation. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we, we (laughs) both, there's a lot of cards we both have, and then you can like refer other people to cards and get bonus points. So like I can refer my spouse or he can refer me if he has a card. So there is a lot, um, of there's a lot of possibilities there and it always like whenever I start talking about it I feel like I'm a used car salesman because I'm like (laughs) it it, like sounds too good to be true and people are like I don't understand why this would be you know like this doesn't even make sense and and it it in a way it doesn't but I just I think a lot of you know a lot of people that we know that have been after seeing us travel and they're like wait maybe you guys Maybe maybe it's real because I see you guys traveling. Like, I promise it's not like a mid-level marketing scheme. Like it's just it's like a it's a game that we're playing against the big banks. And like if you if you don't get if you follow kind of this this framework and you don't get sucked into like spending more than you can owe, because like the banks, one of the way the banks win, right, is if you're carrying a balance on your card because right they get that interest. The rates on the travel cards, in particular, are like they're astronomical. It's like twenty percent interest, you know. So like, if you carry balance, 
that's, I mean, that's how the banks are making their money by people carrying a balance. They make some money every time you swipe your card, they get some merchant fees, but um, yeah, it's, and that's one of the reasons in the end that I like it too, is because it is it's it's probably how they afford to be able to give you all of these crazy rewards is the people who are using the cards irresponsibly and like carrying over large balances and paying all those fees and interest yeah you know which makes me feel a little bit guilty for those people but then (laughs) i'm like well but you you know that's why i always encourage people don't don't even like think about it unless you already have good credit because and and you can manage your finances because otherwise you can't you can't get the benefit out of it yeah it's easy to get sucked in for sure yeah. i've seen so many friends be like especially in college which is when i took my grandpa's advice the most because i would see these my friends and we would be like going out to dinner or going to get drinks and they'd be like oh, it's fine. Like, I'll pick up the tab. I have a credit card. And and now that I'm 30 and I'm looking back, I should have been like, you know, you have to pay that back, right? It's not just free money. Yeah. (laughs) Like Capital One isn't just giving you $1,200 because they like, you know, your like sweatshirt, you know, like because they think you're nice. Exactly. You have to pay that back in a Some of my friends left college and they're like, well, I have to like pay student loans back and I have to pay my credit cards back. And now they're buried in all this debt. But the points are definitely something that I love. I actually, because I never had a credit card um, a couple years ago when I first got my very first one, it was like really hard for me because like these credit card companies were looking at me and they're like, um, you're 30 and you've never had a credit card. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I've paid everything in cash. And they're like, (laughs) Oh, well you're going to have to pay a deposit because we don't know if we can trust you. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So after I got my first one, um, they were like, Oh, okay. Well, no, you're, you're a normal human being. (laughs) We'll give you another one. And after that, so now I have two credit cards and I have one that has all kinds of rewards and points. And the way it kind of works is I just collect points for every dollar that I swipe. Yeah. Um, and I can redeem them on like basically anything, but a lot of them are like hotels or experiences Um, like I've never paid to stay in Vegas. One of the benefits of like moving there a few years back. Um, (laughs) so I kind of learned all like the hacks of Vegas, Yeah, but like you can trade points in, um, on the card that I have through credit one, I think is what it's called. Um, but like a lot of the experiences like Disney world or like amusement parks or restaurants um, or museums and things like that. Like a lot of those are even included. It's not always like um, hotels or flights. Yeah, exactly. Which be helpful too, especially if you're driving, you know, you don't need points for an airplane if you're driving. Yeah, totally. And that's why I always think like if people are when people are interested and like, cause I, I always love to talk about people with people about like what their goals are and how, and, and just, I just like to recommend cards that might help them with their signup bonuses because I just, it's like, it's my main, 
hobby. And so I have all this information in my head. So I'm always happy to like, <laughs> give, share it with other people. But that's why I think the most Ooh, important so what thing. What are some of your favorites? For cards. Well, and so this is, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's sort of what, it really depends on people's goals <laughs> because there are, um, I mean, there's a couple like all around cards that I think are just generally easy to use and have lots of options. Um, but there are, it just, it really depends. So like, for instance, I mean, one card that most, and a lot of travel hackers will say it's like a great starter card. Chase has a couple cards that are great starter cards. Um, one of them, one of them that's like an easy, no annual fee card is called, there's two different products, but they're called Chase Freedom Cards. And they both have pretty much a standard signup bonus that's like spend $500 get $200 cash back. And then it's, it's well, a no, not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's so that, that one's like an easy, that one's just, um, it's cash back. If you have another card, which is kind of getting a bit more complicated with chase, you can use it for other purposes besides cash back. But even that I'm like, you know, that's, it's pretty easy to do. It's pretty in this three months. Most people spend $500 and then it's $200 that you're getting back. And one of those cards even has, like the Chase Freedom Flex is a new card they just released. It has, if you pay your cell phone bill with it, you get um, cell phone insurance included with that credit card up to, it's your cell phone is insured up to $800, even with for accidental damage um, with a $50 nice. deductible. So it's, that's some of the reasons like we like using credit cards because you get some extra <laughs> protections that you don't get with cash. Like you get that, you get extended warranty benefits. So when we, if you like if you buy something with most credit cards, it, everyone is a bit different, but you usually get at least one year of an extended warranty on a new product you've purchased. And that's, that's a benefit some people don't even know exists on their credit cards, much less go to the trouble to use it. Whereas we've used it. Like we have a rental property and the washing machine went out after almost two years. And like, because we had bought it on a credit card um, and that had an extended warranty, you know, they like, came out and they gave us a cut us a check for a new washing machine. So it's, that is awesome. Yeah. So it's definitely not just like, it's not just travel rewards because I think there are some, you know, there's some of these other benefits that you get to. And it, it, again, it really goes down to your travel goals. Cause yeah, like you said, there's ways to pay for Disney trips. There's ways, you know, like if people want to, travel to Hawaii there's like one set of cards I'd recommend you know but if people want to go to have like an all-inclusive vacation in Cancun there's like a different set of cards I'd recommend if people want to go um camping and they just want you know a card that's going to give them a lot of I don't know if you have an RV and you just you're spending a lot on gas there's cards that give that have this bonus category for the amount you're spending on gas you know so there's just, it just really depends on what people, like what they want. Over here at Mommy Wines, we love wine. And there's absolutely nothing better than cheersing your way through the holidays. One Hope is an affordable boutique wine company coming to you directly from Napa Valley, California that gives back by supporting nonprofits. They have a bubbly brute sparkling wine that supports end childhood hunger. One in five children do not know where their next meal is coming from, but thanks to the charitable wine lovers like yourself, One Hope has been able to provide over 
758,428 meals to help feed hungry children. Or there's my new favorite, a red, believe it or not, a Pinot Noir that has helped over 65,267 and counting pets find forever homes. This season, give the gift of One Hope wine and feel good that by shopping One Hope, you're helping the world become a better place. Being charitable this holiday season has never been easier with One Hope's gift boxes. Make sure to check out onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Once again, that's onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Also, the link is in the show notes below. Please tell me you have a blog and that you write <laughs> all of this down. I do. Because like the next time I want to go to Disney or I, I've been considering buying an RV, like not a big one. It's just me and yeah. I'm like more than a half people. Um, <laughs> it's like me and my son and my dog. Um, so like one of those, like, I think what, what are they called? Like class C or whatever, like the small ones, but yeah. like not a trailer that you hook up to a, another truck, uh, like the RV one. And I'm like, man, like I want to get an RV, but what is like the fuel on that? But yeah. then there's always, you can get an RV. And what a lot of people are doing now is, uh, RV share. Oh yeah. And I've been considering doing that because where I'm in, Nevada houses in Tennessee which is where I've been like looking at moving um because I just don't think Nevada's right for us um I'm like the houses are like a hundred thousand dollars less and then if I had an RV we could use it yeah obviously to like go on family trips and stuff but then like if I rented it out on RV share I'm like I bet one trip a month could probably cover the payment for the rv because it's not going to be like massive you know it's not like some of these rvs are like three hundred thousand dollars i'm like who do you think you are like (laughs) seriously are you like a tour bus like how is that even the thing but yeah i you please tell me you write all this down because (laughs) i write so that would be insane not to when i (laughs) Um, have, yes, I have a blog, katiestraveltricks.com and I'm trying to get, you know, I'm always getting more content on there, but I have two eight-year-olds and we homeschool. So sometimes I go a couple of months without writing things down, but that's why I'm, I am always happy when people have questions and just email me directly. And they're like, I, you know, this is where I want to go what would it take for me to get there? I, I love the strategy of it and, you know, um, and helping people figure out what, what would work to help their family travel cheaper because, um, cause yeah, it really, it, everyone's goals are so different. I, I have like a special, you know, yeah. I, and I especially like helping families because there's a lot of people in like the travel hacking world that are, I mean, honestly, a lot of the main websites and a lot of the information is coming from like single guys or maybe they're, I mean, maybe they're married, but like, they're definitely like, it's like a, it's definitely a male dominated world. And I'm like, I just want to talk to other moms about it. I just want other moms to know that this is a way that they can be saving money or, you know, traveling 
and not be having to budget for it. And just that it's out there and it's an option for them. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of financial freedom and time flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere completely stress-free. Though that would be nice (laughs) and a total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work from home opportunity. No, this isn't a get rich quick scheme or another MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. Yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son. How we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that is in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Basically, anybody who wishes to leave the chains of the cubicle behind. For more information and to enroll today, visit edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources. Yeah, I always thought like traveling would be really expensive. I've seen the um, the trips, like the all-inclusive trip bundles on like Groupon. Oh, yeah. Um, but they are always for like two adults. And I'm like, well, maybe I could con one of my friends into coming with me. But it is me and my son. So a lot of the things that we don't even qualify for because like kids aren't allowed or yeah. it's for two adults only um or a group of adults um and oftentimes like kids aren't included in that yeah yeah that can definitely happen there are a couple we we never thought we would take our like if you had asked us 10 years ago when my husband and I were getting married if we would if we even wanted to go to an all-inclusive resort much less like take our kids there we've been like no we're we like only go on like super cultural vacations and we only you know (laughs) and we go camping and then when we got more into credit cards and we were like oh but we can also go and stay at this Hyatt all-inclusive in Cancun and it's not it literally costs us less than camping we're like okay well I guess we'll let's do that (laughs) um But see, I've been looking at trips to Ireland oh, and yeah. a lot of the ones on Groupon, they will include like these cute little like country cabins and airfare yeah. and like a rental car. And I'm like, wow, hell of a bundle. That's awesome. But like every time I run into one of those awesome Groupon deals, like there is a family friendly section, yeah. but it's like kind of like you said like it's always like an all-inclusive resort at like some you know place in like Arizona or Florida or like like not in like a like a very cultural kind of place like I'm kind of like you like when I travel places I'm like man I want to stay and that's why I like Airbnb yeah it's because like I'm not going to Mexico so or Jamaica or the Bahamas to kind of stay in my hotel room the whole time and not experience where I am um but I'm like man like oftentimes 
there's like this teeny teeny tiny section where kids are actually able to be included and I'm like what a bummer yeah totally and I mean we did I to be clear we like (laughs) I feel like it too it depends a lot on the age of the kids like we took our kids more to more places that were just like resorts when they were younger because that's like what was relaxing for us at that time you know like yeah when they're when they were and especially like it took it was a you know it's a big adjustment for our family after my son was almost four when he was adopted and so that was a big adjustment for our family um for and for him and everybody so the first vacation that we took with him, the first place we went was to an all-inclusive resort in Jamaica. And that was because we were like, you know what? This is actually one time in our life where we're super tired, and but we want to be somewhere that's warm because we're in a Chicago winter. And, <laughs> you know, and we just, we actually... My cozy place. Yeah, totally. And for that vacation, <laughs> we were like, we totally, like, we don't, we actually don't want to go anywhere. We want to go to a place and he, my son still really needed to you know, just have smaller environments and feel really safe. So we're like, we just want to go to a place and we don't want to leave it. And so for us, that was an adjustment to be like, oh, this is a different kind of vacation than we thought. But for us at that season of life, that was so wonderful just to go to a place where we didn't have to make any decisions about where are we going to eat? What are we going to do? It was like, you literally just go to the place to get the food, you know, like there's four restaurant options or whatever, and you just go and then you go back to your room. And every morning we just go to the beach and then we go back to our room. So for that season of our life, that was great. And it was even great, even more great because we didn't, because we paid for it with points that we'd gotten from a credit card. So we could just kind of relax and enjoy it. But now, like you're saying, I mean, now that our kids are older, it's great. We, We would love to go to Ireland. My husband has been, but I've never been. And so that's a trip like we would love to do because there's so much there obviously and it's and and with kids it can be easier well if you want to go in together on a groupon vacation the more people the merrier or i could i could send you a few credit cards so you can fly there for free (laughs) see you are like blowing my mind because when i think of travel i think of what travel to me used to be as an early 20 something single female. Yeah. And now and before I'd be like, oh, why would I ever want to go to like an all-inclusive resort? But now like now I'm open to it because with my son it, it you're right. It does just sound so much easier. Like that would be relaxing to not have to make decisions because as a single mom, that's all I do all day long. Yeah. And I'm also a business owner. So literally like just to go somewhere and drink endless margaritas and like (laughs) sit on a beach of like, what is wrong with that picture? Yeah, absolutely. Like post pandemic, a lot of the, a lot of the all-inclusive resorts, it's like, I didn't, I didn't even know this existed, all these things, because this is not like how my family vacationed when I was little at all. But a lot of them have kids clubs where like you can take your kids for a couple hours a day and they usually have like pretty cute crafts and like different activities that they do with the kids and you just get to drop them off. And I'm like, what? I mean, my kids don't usually want to go. Oh my God. But you know, for like, for you as like a solo mom, like that's like perfect. Then you can actually get a little bit of time to yourself and he can play with other kids. And um, it's actually, you know, it actually can be heaven. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it actually, and like, we're so, um, 
we're just kind of cheapskates in uh, in other things. And so for us, it's hard for us sometimes to get into like vacation mode where we're, we just don't eat out that much. And we don't, so when we go to an all-inclusive resort and we're like, we can literally get anything on the menu and we don't, there's no prices because everything's already included. It was like the first time we were able to be like, oh, this is what it's like for other people who aren't like constantly just like thinking about it. Even if we can afford to eat anything on the menu at a restaurant we're at, we're always thinking about it. So just to be like, no, we can actually get the appetizer and the main course and the dessert and some wine. Like, look at this. (laughs) Have you noticed that we are rebranding over here at the Mommy Wines? We have a new logo, new segments coming soon. And of course, new merchandise. What better way to support the show than rocking your very own Mommy Wines podcast merch? Our new logo is presented on slouchy sweatshirts, tees, and tanks. We have items for men. We have items for babies. We have toddler stuff. We even have puppy hoodies for all the dogs out there listening. So make sure to head over to the Mommy Wines Podcast merch store available at Teespring and themommywines.com under the shop page. If you don't see anything you just can't live without, then you can always support the show by clicking the support button on anchor.fm backslash mommy-wines. Support and merch is always linked in the show notes below. Oh my gosh. I, working in finance for my basically entire adult life, um, regardless, even if I was like a multimillionaire, I would still live in like a normal, probably smaller than average house. Um, yeah. Drive this probably the same car I drive now, because I've always driven like Fords. Okay. So yeah. My Ford Escape is perfect. I I don't think I need or want anything else in a car. It gets me where I need to go. Yeah. Um. Like, I I don't know. I would always think about it and. Over the years, I've kind of gotten into the stock market. So anytime I even go and I get a coffee, I'm always like, okay, this $5 coffee to me is $55. <laughs> so like every time I buy anything, I always think like, okay, this $30 Hot Wheel is really $270. <laughs> do I want to do that? And like, that's kind of how I've gotten into the mindset, like over the years, especially in the past couple years of just really buckling down and, and like being a little bit more frugal and saving more money. Because back in the day, before I had my son, I would go out to eat all the time. I think when I lived in Vegas, I think I might've cooked three times in two and a half years. (laughs) So like, I always went out to get drinks with my friends. I always went out to eat. I always, you know, if I saw something at a store, I, I bought it. I like, you know, I always just blew through money and it was also bad because when I took that break (laughs) and I moved to Vegas, um, I was still working in finance from occasion, but I was, um, a bartender and a server at planet Hollywood. So I had money every day, like, cause tips. yeah, yeah. You just had cash. So, oh, that was like the worst because I would be like, my tip money would be gone. Yeah. And 
And I never, I didn't care because at the time I wasn't thinking of, oh, saving for the future, having a family, buying a house. Like it was just me. And I had the mindset of it was always going to be just me. So I just like blew through money. And now I'm like working on kind of getting myself back to where I should have been. Um, So we're like budgeting down pretty hard. And but I still want to do things. I still want to have experiences and I still want to travel and kind of this year being stuck at home pretty much like kind of pushed that yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I'm like obsessed with hearing about these travel hacks. I'm going to have to go and read your travel Bible. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and <blog>. and then <laughs> of course, let me know if you have questions. Cause I love, I really do. I like love to get people like, I love when people just pick, like, even a small goal, like, okay, like, let's say you want, you want to, like, be able to pay for, like, five nights on the beach in Florida. You know, I love to just be able to be like, okay, here's a few options, and here's how you can do that, just with your normal spending. Again, I'm, like, not, like, I don't want people to spend more money than they would spend normally. It's just, like, a way to move, to leverage the spending you already do in a way that's smart and works for you, and then you get more free stuff, and who doesn't want more free stuff? <laughs> everyone I love free stuff so on this show we I don't know if you went back and you listened to any of these yeah. um, previous episodes but we do confess yep do you have did you prepare a confession yes I did or like a, a little story here so it's hard for, it's always hard for me to think of stories. So I had to um, go back a little bit for this one, but this is just that my, the way that I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter was from a pregnancy test that came out of the dumpster. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was unused, <laughs> which I feel like is a, um, it, so my husband is a pretty, um, diligent dumpster diver we actually get most of our food from the trash and um from like grocery store trash and when we had sort of been trying and I called him one day after work and I was like can you stop at the store and pick up a pregnancy test because I I feel like I might be pregnant and he was like I literally just picked one up out of the dumpster (laughs) and I was like (laughs) what and he so he brought it home and it was like in the dumpster because the things get thrown away all the time just because like the the box was open but you know like the pregnancy tests are sealed inside the box you know does that make right but the box in the little wrapper in the little wrapper so he pulled it out and and i peed on it and i was like i am pregnant and it was just really funny because it was the only time he's ever found a pregnancy test in the dumpster was that one day and that's the only day I've ever called him and asked him, can you what get a, a pregnancy test? And he, so it is kind of a funny thing that, um, and then I did the, like two days later, I was like, maybe we should get one that didn't come from the dumpster and just check <laughs> <laughs> just in case. But, um, that was, a. it was very, it was just like very fitting with our life because, <laughs> because that is so funny um yeah (laughs) so there's there you go there's my there's my confession on well on the topic of this is just gonna go with the whole theme of this episode 
when my grandpa retired, um, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people go through this, but when he retired, he had no idea what to do with himself. My grandma who like married him, he went off to a war, came home. They had kids. He went to work. They probably from what I'm assuming, um, and what I know about their relationship, didn't even have time to really get to know each other until my grandpa retired. Yeah. Um, which I've noticed is like a common story among like older couples. Um, but when he retired, he was like, what the hell do you do with your life when you don't have to wake up and go to work? (laughs) So he was starting to bring all of this stuff home and it drove my grandma absolutely crazy. Well, he would like be driving around because he would still wake up in the morning and he would just drive to like a circle K and get coffee and go back. Like instead of going to work, he would just go get coffee um, but he would see things like on the side of the road, like people were throwing out like a dresser or end tables or a dining table because they got new stuff. Yeah. Um, and he would bring it back and like work on it in the garage to like keep him entertained throughout the day. <laughs> um, and I moved out when I was really young. And a bunch of the stuff that I had when I moved out in my first apartment Um, because I was 16, I had like no money. I had no credit cards. (laughs) So I didn't like go to, and being 16, I couldn't go to like a furniture place and just do like the payments. Yeah. Um, so, but a lot of the stuff I found was from like my grandpa or like some of his friends, um, that they had like found on the side of the road and sanded down or painted or refurbished or turned into something else. And everybody was like, oh, my God, we love your boho apartment. It's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Pottery barn, 100%. (laughs) Pier 1 imports only. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. As many of you may know, I have over a decade of financial industry experience, and financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little bit different for women, even in today's generation. Webull has simplified the stock market and investing game with an easy-to-navigate zero-commission platform, free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, and 24-7 online help along with extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio, set up your retirement IRA, and start investing in yourself, click the link in the show notes below to receive two free stocks on me. Well, it was absolutely a pleasure hearing all about these tips and tricks. And I'm going to have to reach out to you because I'm afraid if I don't take my son to a beach and show him lizards, <laughs> I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night with him like standing over top of me, <laughs> like ready to just freaking choke me out because he's been asking for this pretty consistent pretty consistently for a four-year-old boy yeah um I would say so I think it's about time we need to start planning that trip um but yeah share with everyone where they can find you online and social media so they can follow along too yeah um so 
On Instagram, I'm Katie's Travel Tricks, Katie with an I-E. Um, it's, and then on same, my website is the same, katiestraveltricks.com. And at Facebook, it's the same as well, Katie's Travel Tricks. Um, and I do have, um, if people log on to my website, I have like a pop-up that comes up where I do, I do a monthly newsletter where I send out just like my current some credit cards that I think that are like great deals that that have great deals that month with some other like inspiration for families, like different things you can do with miles and points that I think are kind of good values that I send out once a month that people can sign up for too. And that's a way just to, you know, you kind of get, you kind of get that it's once a month ish because again, I'm a homeschool mom. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, Oh, didn't, that didn't happen this month, but, um, try to do it every month it's all current up-to-date information yes exactly awesome well thank you so much for being my guest today i loved our chat yeah it was so good to chat with you thanks for thanks thanks again for having me thank you for listening to this episode of the mommy wines podcast make sure to leave a rating and review to support the show you love check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.